Welcome to the Chris Brainerd Show, powered by 8 Performance and Fitness, where we deep dive into how you can live a more passionate, fulfilled, and loving life by focusing on your health, fitness, and personal development. Thanks so much for tuning in, and here's your host, Chris Brainerd. What's up, everybody? Chris Brainerd here, host of the Chris Brainerd Show, coming back to you guys, uh, episode number 13. Uh, got an awesome uh, guest for you guys today, young young and up-and-coming entrepreneur, um, has a few companies. He's the uh, CEO of Enhanced Lab, uh, where they specialize in performance supplements, uh, CEO of Seed Solar, uh, doing uh, selling solar panels, and then uh, CEO of Door Knockers, which is a door-to-door uh, sales training company, and also he is the uh, CEO of Grateful Media. So uh, excited to have Coda Ivers on here today for you guys. He's going to bring a ton of insight, uh, a ton of knowledge, help you guys out. Um, you know, if, if you're an entrepreneur out there, you need some guidance on, you know, how to structure your day, how to be successful. Uh, he's going to provide a lot of insight to that. So uh, Coda, excited for you to come on, man, and, and share some knowledge. Yeah, man. I appreciate the invite. Excited to chat with you. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, uh, kind of tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and, you know, what you do and how you got, got started, man. Yeah. So, um, like you kind of mentioned, I've got a handful of companies that are going on right now. So I'm juggling a few things. The main two that, that occupy most of my time are seat solar and then online door knockers. And they kind of go hand in hand because, uh, we do door to door sales for the solar company. And then we also coach and teach people how to do better in door to door sales with online door knockers. So those two are pretty co-related in a lot of ways. And so I'm the CEO at seed and then I'm the CSO, the chief sales officer and co-founder for online door knockers. And then we've also got a media company and a apparel company that are both starting right now. So we've got grateful, uh, which is the apparel company and then grateful media, which is a media company. And then I've had the supplement company enhanced labs. I uh, started that about four years ago and it's been fun. We started with one product and then we added a couple more and a couple more. And I think we've got about 12 products right now uh, where it stands everything from nootropics to pre-workout to protein and, you know, a few other little things like immunity and stuff like that. So I got a lot going on, but the story is pretty straightforward. I was 18 years old when I realized I'm 27 now. Um, so when I was 18, I just realized I didn't really fit the mold of the traditional uh, model, I guess you could say, where you're supposed to go to college for you know two to six years and get a degree, get good grades, graduate, get a job, work your way up, pay off your student loan debt, and eventually retire. And so I went to school for about two weeks and dropped out, <laughs> um, had an opportunity to, to sell some like healthy energy drinks, got into this for a while. I actually did pretty well for myself as an 18 year old for about eight months in that company and then made the transition from there to help start up a, uh, basically an entrepreneurial, uh, society, like an invite only sort of frat style group of people that were anywhere from like 18 to 28 years old for the most part, where we would just collaborate, support each other, do everything that we could to really just build an environment for people to grow and learn from an eight figure earner who is my mentor and a few of my buddies mentors, Mark Hoverson. So that took place for the next few years until eventually starting my first company, which was the supplement company. And then from there, it just kind of built and built and built. And then all of those other companies that I listed off all manifested over the last year and a half. So it's been a busy year and a half. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. Cool, man. Well, talk about, you know, I mean, I know, you know, being an entrepreneur, uh, owning multiple companies, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, I think the number one commodity for entrepreneurs is time. Um, you know, kind of, kind of tell people like how you like to, you know, structure your day, um, you know, create your schedule, kind of go over like some of the routines that kind of help you get, uh, get a hold of that. Yeah. So something that has been very important to me is my morning routine along this last like decade or so since I've been doing this. Um, it's just one of those things that if you can win your morning and if you can control that, a lot of times you can't control the chaos or the problems that are inevitably going to come up during the day, but you can control your morning, right? So I wake up at uh, 6 a.m. right now every day. I used to wake up at anywhere between like 4.30 and 5.30. I've tried a bunch of different time frames, but I found 6 a.m. works the best. Wake up in the morning, drink a bunch of water, uh, get my pre-workout. I head over to the gym, uh, get my workout in. After that, I hit the steam room. I do a gratitude practice inside the steam room where I just basically visualize my day, visualize the things that I'm grateful for really just like ground myself and express how grateful and how lucky I am to be alive. After that, I take an ice cold shower. I do that every single day. I've done that for well over five years. It's just like a normal habit for me at this point to get the blood flow, get the energy going, build uh, my immunity. And then after that, get ready for the day, um, get some protein. Um, half the time I eat breakfast, half the time I just could do like a protein shake and then wait until lunch. And then I'll get to the office. By then it's about 7.30 in the morning. And that's when I write out my top three tasks. I read at least 10 pages every day. Okay. Um, and the reason that I do my top three tasks, that's one of the main things that's helped me stay focused as I've added more companies and gotten a little bit more overwhelmed with my time is basically figuring out what I, what I can say no to, right? Learning to say no more often to different things that don't serve the vision or the core goals that we have for those businesses. So basically just breaking down like today, what are my top three tasks? And I also do that weekly, like weekly, what are my top three tasks? And then after I've read, after I have my top three tasks, and usually while I'm working out, I'm listening to like an audiobook or a podcast by then I'm primed for the day. So by the time eight o'clock, nine o'clock rolls around, I start diving into my work. I'm a lot more prepared to handle the challenges, the struggles, the BS, the fires that I have to put out in all the different businesses because I've been able to actually like ground myself and start off in momentum in the mornings. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's one of the like main things that I like, cause you know, I mean, obviously I have a gym, uh, in, in the Dallas Fort Worth area and, uh, you know, so like mornings are typically, I got to be here at six at 6 AM. Right. So, you know, I like getting up at, at four 30 and kind of, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, kind of having like, like time for myself, right? Like, you know, I, I like to meditate, get my morning smoothie in, and then for me, that's, that's enough because I'm having to get there at 6 a.m. Right. So, um, so yeah, I definitely, definitely love like really kind of controlling your mornings and, um, you know, really owning that. Yeah, man. It's important. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, man. So, so tell me a little bit more, like, you know, I know you, so you did, you did a couple weeks of college, right? Yeah. Two weeks. <laughs> That was it. Talk about like the mindset shift for you, man. Like, I mean, an 18 year old kid, right. You know, you do a, you know, you're like trying the whole college thing out, you know, you probably go to class for God. All right, this isn't for me. You know, I want to explore different things. Like talk about like the mindset shift in that. Yeah. So I wasn't like a traditional entrepreneur where I had like a 2.0 GPA and was planning to drop out. I was actually a pretty smart kid. 
I had a 3.95 cumulative GPA. I got an academic scholarship to University of California, Irvine. And I actually thought about going there um, toward the campus. And then I started looking into it and I was like, okay, first off, the first two years of college literally doesn't matter where you go. Like, (laughs) right. It's all, it's all like fundamental, basic stuff. You're going to learn your generals. Yeah. And so if you're going to learn your generals, I'm not going to spend, you know, 15 grand a semester going to a a prestigious college when they're going to teach me the exact same thing that the $2,000 semester college is going to teach me. So that's what led me to ultimately deciding on Dixie state, which was the local college in St. George, Utah, where I graduated high school from. Um, And all my buddies, you know, they're going to college, they were doing their thing. And I just kind of felt out of place. And right when I was getting into college is when I got introduced to that that company um, to sell like healthy energy drinks and sign people up for like big packages. It was a network marketing company. I didn't know anything about it. And I was just, it was like my first experience or exposure to recruiting business. And so it wasn't a pyramid scheme or anything that bad, but it was a network marketing company. And I just got fired up. I was like, Hey, this is an opportunity to not work a job. I'm in like, I can make money. I can make commissions. Um, and so that was like my first kind of, exposure to something like that. So I got really, really excited about that opportunity. My friends and all my war market, every single person that I knew called it a scam and said that it wouldn't work. So I realized I'd have to go to my cold market, which was people that I didn't know. And at that point in time, um, I'm what you call a trained, a a trained extrovert. So I'm I'm naturally introverted. I I usually like to keep to myself, not a naturally social person. You're not going to see me talking to random people in the street. Um, sparking conversations with strangers that often. Like I've kind of trained myself to do that when I need to, Mm -hmm. but at that point I was extremely shy. So to even like talk to a stranger and just introduce myself would get me to the point where I almost felt like I was going to pass out. I'd get sweaty. I'd get lightheaded. I'd go pale. Like it was, it was really, really, really bad. So I had to basically get these recorded training these sales pitches from this company and listen to them on repeat and then practice in the mirror with myself every day and then go to the college campus. And I had a backpack full of these cold energy drinks, these healthy energy drinks. It was like a vitamin energy drink basically. And so I would do that and I would tap people on the shoulder. And for the first few days, I wasn't even able to like introduce myself. I'd black out, wouldn't be able to speak completely sweaty. And I'd literally just walk away after tapping somebody on the shoulder, really awkward. Yeah. Eventually I got the courage to say like, Hey, like, what do you do for work? And slowly start a conversation. And it got to the point where after about two weeks or so, I was getting good at this and I didn't intentionally drop out. What happened is I actually started getting so good at this and I got so busy um, hosting these meetings where I was selling these people on like $600 packages, other people to take out their like student credit cards and sign up for these $600 juice packs. And uh, I'd hit these frenzy bonuses where you can make like 700 bucks every time you get three people to do that in a week. And so I I got 36 people that I personally enrolled complete strangers in my first 30 days in the business, which was mostly that second two weeks uh, that paid $600 or more to join this company. And I made over $5,000 in commissions that month. So I was like hooked. I'm like, this is it. Like, this is all I'm doing. I'm never getting a job. Like I didn't even realize that I hadn't been going to my college classes. I got a call and it was the, one of the people that works at the college and they said, Hey, is everything okay? And I'm like, yeah, uh, totally fine. What's up? And they're like, oh, well, you haven't been to your classes in two weeks. We didn't know if you were sick. Like, what's going on? Are you planning on staying enrolled? I was like, oh, um, I, I guess not. I guess I'm done. And they're like, what do you mean you're done? 
I'm like, I guess I'm not coming back. Like I'm done with college. They're like, okay, well you need to come in and like fill out this form to like withdraw. Otherwise it's going to show on your record as like you dropping out of the semester. Yeah. I'm like, that's fine. I'm like, I I don't plan on coming back. And so I just like hung up the phone and that was that, like I made my decision. It just, I just realized why would I go to learn from somebody at a college that is teaching theories or ideas or concepts when I can go get real world experience. And I, if I could just, if I had just taught myself to overcome a lifelong fear of being deathly afraid of talking to strangers, talking in public, public speaking, if I can do that in a matter of weeks and make over $5,000 in a month, which was more than I'd ever made by a landslide, like what else is possible? So that's what started opening my mind up to personal development, growing myself, figuring out how to, level up my income, level up my business, level up my mentality, and eventually level up my, my sphere of influence and the people that I hung up, hung around so that I could consistently grow in all areas of my life. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Cause I mean, like, you know, I think like in today's society, man, like people are, you know, we kind of like grow up and we're scared to like fail. You know what I mean? We're, we're scared to like get out of the outside of our comfort zone. And obviously, like, you know, if, if you own businesses or whatever, you're an entrepreneur. I mean, some people are, are born with the skills and the traits of, um, you know, being super outgoing. But for others, like, you know, I, I would probably say I'm myself, I'm kind of, I was kind of an introvert growing up too, but I've had to like really develop and, and work at like being outgoing and like starting conversations with people. Uh, yep. Obviously, like in the, in the gym space and health and fitness, I mean, I want to, I want to be able to connect with that person. And so that, that's like a skill that I need to develop, you know? Yeah. So that's awesome. So, so what, like, you know, what, what skills, I guess, like, you know, 18, 19 year olds, uh, or you were like an 18, 19 year old kid, like what skills did you really have to like hone in on? I think the biggest thing was that was a really tough stage in my life because I was basically trying to unlearn all of the things that I'd been told. And I was actually a kind of a douchebag for a while because I, I was basically just taking out all of my anger on the haters and on the people that said I couldn't do it. And mom and dad for telling me to get a normal job. And I was just like upset at the world for not understanding what I understood. And so for the first like year, it was mostly just massive, massive amounts of work and personal development and, and dialing in, becoming a better person. So I'd go to, I mean, I was, I was broke half of the time during that year too. Like I, I would make money on bonuses and stuff, but I'd immediately spend all of my money to go to an event or to buy books or to pay for this trip, to go do this meeting. So I was reinvesting everything back into the business. And there were a few things that, that, that I learned during that, that have helped serve me for everything else later on. I mean, I've learned a lot more since then, but the first thing was just that hard work is is something that is learned learned like i'd have worked hard before in different things but i never worked that hard for that long i mean i was not getting any sleep man it was like nine months straight basically of i would do calls at a europe team in my downline and so i'd do calls at like two three four a.m and i'd wake up at 4 30 every day that entire nine month period and i'd go on a two mile run and this was in utah and at that time i was actually in northern utah i'd moved up to salt lake city and so a lot of times in the winter, right, it's snowing, it's like ice cold, like below freezing, and I'm running two miles and I'm just like hardening myself, like developing this callus of, 
embracing challenge and embracing hard things, embracing the suck so that I can become better at, at what I'm doing and so that I can become stronger and more resilient and, you know, level up as a human being. And then after that, it shifted from purely hard work and like affirmations and practice and like repeating all the things that I need, I need to do into learning from my mentor, Mark, who, I mean, for somebody that's making, you know, over 10, made over $10 million, $20 million in online sales. That was a really big level up. I mean, he's in his mid thirties, young guy, awesome family. And he took me on as a, to mentor me. And so I started learning a lot more about actual business and business principles and marketing from this guy than simply work your ass off and sell as much crap as you can. Cause that's all I learned when I was 18, 19, you know? Yeah. yeah. What's the, what's the guy's name? Mark who? Uh, Mark Hoverson. So he actually passed away a couple of years ago from pancreatic cancer. Oh, um, yeah. Crazy, sad, really young, um, amazing family though. Still talk to the family all the time. We're actually mentoring his son now, Isaac, who's 17 years old, which is awesome in our business. You know, we, we pay him a little bit of money to edit our podcast shows and do some other stuff behind the scenes. So it all came full circle. So yeah, it went really well. Yeah. That's awesome, man. So talk a little bit about, you know, a little bit about uh, like where you're at now, man. I mean, ma managing, you know, multiple companies, um, you know, the role, like, you know, you're like focusing on yourself and the role that like health and fitness has helped you with, like kind of talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So right now, pretty much everything that I focus on is around bettering myself and becoming the highest version of myself, because ultimately the better of a, of a human being you can become, it's going to serve everything in your life, not just business either. I mean, I've got a wife and I've got a three-year-old kid, a three-year-old son, and to try and balance out time with them as well is super tricky and I'm nowhere near perfect at it, mm -hmm. but you know, when I, when I become a better person and more positive, more resilient and more thoughtful and intentional, more self-aware, uh, all these different things, it's going to carry over into my marriage. It's going to carry in over into being a better father. It's going to carry over into being a better owner of these companies and also finding better partners that can hold you accountable. I think that's one thing that has probably changed mo more the last year than anything else over the past like decade is good partnerships and good, good people in your corner that will hold you accountable and call you out on your shit because you have to have that when you, I was so caught up in thinking that I was doing good things that I was, I was basically hitting a wall. I was almost satisfied with the growth of where I was at because I was better than most of my friends or most of the people that I knew. And as I began to like level up and work more and, and the income increased and the fitness increased and all these other things started to get better. I realized that I needed to get around people that made me look small. And so that's when I started investing more into masterminds, into uh, courses and coaching programs and things like that to get around people that were just levels ahead of me in all areas of life. And it kind of humbled me and, and helped me surround myself with accountability partners, like I said, to keep me in check to where, you know, yes, we're doing good, but how can we do better? Always having that mindset of always grateful, never satisfied, you know, always in a state of gratitude um, in everything that you do all day, every day, but also not being complacent, not being stagnant, understanding that the goal for, for me at least is to be better today than I was yesterday. And then tomorrow it's that same goal, be better today than I was yesterday and everything that I'm doing and everything that I'm encountering, everybody that's a part of my life, all the businesses that I'm involved in, 
So that's really what it's come down to. I think this last year compared to other years before is a lot of the other years were just personal development books at a small level and, you know, decent habits, but I wasn't like really completely fully perfectly consistent. I was still partying here and there. Mm -hmm. I would still fall into little slumps where like, I'd be really good most of the time. And then I'd, you know, slip for a couple of weeks or something versus now it's like, no, this is just who I am. Like every single day, like my routine does not change anymore on a Saturday or Sunday. I used to sleep in and let the, take those days off. Now it's like, no, no, I'm still working about half of Saturday. The second half of Saturday is dedicated to my family. Sundays are dedicated to like getting my home in order, right? Anything that needs to be done internally um, at our place or with the family or with budget, um, anything like that. And then also spending time with family, but I still wake up at six. I still go to the gym. I still read. I still listen to my podcast. I still do my cold shower, express gratitude and everything else that I need to do each morning. So it's just been a mission of, of consistency and growth and accountability. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, what, so would you say like, you know, for younger entrepreneurs, right? Like, you know, sometimes like trying to be too perfect and think that like, you're going to have it all figured out, like right when you get going, right. You know, like there is that learning curve where you got to go through tough times, you know, like, like that, just as you mentioned, uh, but like you're figuring things out, you know, it's not as like, you know, it's not like the corporate job, you know, where right when you graduate college, like you go, you go somewhere and they, you know, they'll train you up, whatever. Right. You're kind of like on your own, to figure stuff out, you know? And I feel like that's a, that's something that I think, you know, um, for younger entrepreneurs that are kind of like getting into it or looking to become an entrepreneur, like, you know, there are going to be those, those tough times and, um, and, and years where you're like trying to figure things out. Yeah. Yeah. The way I like to look at it is because a lot of times we compare ourselves. And so the reason that when we're younger, we want it so bad and so fast is because we're looking at people who already have those things and we don't see what it took to get there. We don't see the length of time. We don't see, Uh, the work. We don't see the failures, the struggle. We don't see all the things, the BS that they had to go through. So we're immediately comparing our current situation to their finished product. And the hard part with that is number one, it's going to steal away your immediate joy because you're going to start placing your joy and fulfillment on receiving something rather than just who you are, right? We, We need to give ourselves permission to feel happy and fulfilled right now while we're working towards those things and understand that really like a lot of the fulfillment comes from the work comes from, you know, the buildup, the, the, the structuring of all these things, not actually getting the thing. And the second way that I like to look at it is we, if you're out there and you're listening to this right now and you have a really big vision, right? You want to accomplish really, really big things. This is for you. So I used to struggle a lot because I would compare myself to people that had, the nice car, the nice house, income, whatever, that were my age or younger than me. And I'm like, how do they do that so quickly? And then I heard this from a mentor once and it stuck with me to where a lot of times we're comparing our lake to their pool. So what I mean by that is if you had a garden hose, okay, and you're filling up a pool, that's going to take maybe, I don't know how long, that might take a couple of days to fill up that pool or a week or something like that. And so what you're looking at on Instagram, when you see the nice car, the nice house is you're seeing a full pool, right? The nice car, the nice house, it's full. And so it looks like they have all these different things, but if you're building a lake or an ocean, how long is that going to take to fill up? Same length of time, same work. And so it might look like mine is emptier or like nothing's going on, 
But by the time it's done, because I was willing to stay patient and let time play its role and stay consistent for years and years and years, instead of just settling and being, you know, six figure earner, now I might be an eight figure or nine figure earner. Now I might have uh, buildings that I own instead of just renting a building and having one company that I own. And so the length of your vision or the, the size of your vision um, is important to understand because if you do have that massive vision, if you are building a lake or an ocean, it's important not to steal your joy by comparing yourself to people who are just filling up a pool. Right. Yeah. But what do they say? Like, you know, comparison is the number one thief of joy, right? You know, like comparing, yeah. you know, cause everyone's journey is, is a bit different, right? No one kind of goes, um, you know, some people might go through certain things at certain times and that might be beneficial to get a mentor, you know, to help you out. But, um, but yeah, Coda, so what, what like, you know, give, uh, give the listeners like two to three, uh, like resources, books, courses that have like, you know, really like helped you and impacted your development as a, as a person and professionally. Yeah. So one book that I think everybody should read, um, just to change the way that you think about yourself, think about things in general is a book called psycho cybernetics. Yeah. And that one's by Maxwell Maltz. It's an incredible book. It's pretty old. I think it was written in like the eighties or something. Um, but it really just helps you understand that a lot of what you receive in life or a lot of your joy and fulfillment and success comes from the way that you look at things, not necessarily the things themselves. So understanding how your brain works, understanding that the things you focus on grow, um, just changing sort of the mindset and mentality around success. Uh, it's a fantastic book. Another book right now that I'm actually reading that I would recommend to anybody that's looking to um, do anything in the sales or offer creation space, like sales, marketing, anything like that in business is called $100 million Offer. And uh, I'll actually pull up who it was by because I just barely got it a few days ago and I'm almost done with it. Alex. It's called uh, $100 Million Offers by Alex Hermosi. And this book is mind-blowingly good. Like I'm, <laughs> I have not gotten this many tangible nuggets in such a long time. So that would probably be number two. Okay. Um, man, so many other books that are so good. Number three, if you're just looking for like a mindset, sort of like good principle book, I would say either Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey, or maybe even The, the Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. You know, that's a good book that talks about the law of attraction quite a bit in a story fashion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool, man. Awesome. Well, yeah, this was, uh, this was good, man. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Where can, uh, where can people learn more about you on social media? Yeah. Easiest place. My Instagram. I, I post stories all day long. I respond super quickly on there. It's my number one social media platform. So go to Coda Ivers, K O T A I V E R S. And that's it. You just find me there and hit me up if you need anything. Awesome, man. Well, Coda, I know you're a busy guy, man. You got multiple companies. So I uh, appreciate you making the time to, to come on today and, and give, uh, give the listeners some knowledge, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, brother.